Hello everyone, welcome to Word Alive. Kent Maddox and Beverly Maddox here today. We're excited that you've joined us. We are. It's been such a journey this year, hasn't it? I mean, and we're in this thing together. So today we're going to talk a little bit about this journey that we're all on together. We're looking forward to talking to you today about the new month of Adar. We're going to release the spirit of joy. But first of all, we just want to thank God that the COVID pandemic seems to be waning, especially yes, in our area. So we're so thankful for that and so thankful that many that have attracted the virus, even in our own community, are now recovering and on the other side of it. And so uh, we just continue to pray that the Lord helps us. Uh, now the vaccines are available. Yes. People are being vaccinated. And so uh, we just thank the Lord that we're, we're seeing somewhat light at the end of the tunnel. And so we've been <laughs> praying for you. We've been reaching out to uh, all of our tribe by telephone, old school. Uh, and so if, if, we, if you've not heard from us, it's because we don't have your number. If you'd like to hear from us, please email us your number. The email's there on the screen. Or We'd, call us. Or call us. We'd love to check on you and just... You see if there's any way we can help you or assist you, but we just thank the Lord that we're finding our way to the other side and that some of what we're going to be talking about today, these divine reversals we believe that the Lord is bringing. The good news is we're going to gather back on campus. We'll still be social distance and we'll still be wearing masks, but we will gather back on campus for our first transformation weekend of 2021. That's March 5th, 6th, and 7th. On Friday night, it will be a radical night of worship, just worshiping the Lord, legislating the heavens. It'll be a night of worship. Then Saturday morning, we're taking it to the streets. We're going to send worship teams, prophetic teams, evangelistic teams to the streets here in our area. We're hoping the county, wherever you're watching from, you will join us and go out to the streets. We're going to be doing some transformational projects, some tangible on hands, building some things, cleaning up some things in our city. And so hopefully wherever you're located, you can follow suit and do the same. And then Saturday night is our grow service based on recovery, but also breakthrough and anointing service. And so that'll be a big, big night on Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, two services, nine and 11. Worship, uh, kids uh, ministry will be available at 11 a.m. And now I'm gonna be talking about where do we go from here? We really believe the Holy Spirit has given us a significant vision for the future at Word Alive International Outreach. And so hope you, hopefully you can join us on March 5th, 6th, and 7th, all the events, some of the events, or at least online, because we're going to make a big announcement about the future at Word Alive, and we're very excited how God's going to lead us in this season of transformation. Gracious, there's a lot going on, isn't there? I mean, it's really just make sure, write it all down so you don't forget it. I try to put everything on my calendar, or I'd never be able to keep Pencil up. us in, if you yes, will. Yes, absolutely. Save the day. Also, uh, we're working with our friend Chuck Pierce glory of zion in texas you know this storm has really left a lot of devastation yes. behind this winter storm and so we're working with glory of zion providing sleeping bags water food yes. there's still a lot of people suffering there in the middle of this winter storm and so we're sending funds from you from us word alive to there if you'd like to participate you're welcome to do that even today when we offer first fruits you can tag part of that if you want to to glory of zion relief efforts because we're going to reach out to texas and see if we can't make a difference there oh my goodness i mean they really they need our assistance they need our help and most of all they need our prayers so just keep them lifted up be praying for all those that are suffering and we're trying to make somewhat of a tangible difference and our financial support for them. We're going to go to this quick worship about joy, enter into the joy of the Lord, and then we'll be back to talk about the brand new Hebraic month of Adar and how we can enter into the joy of the Lord that is our strength. So watch this and be blessed. I love that worship. I know. We actually listened to that song and praised and danced and just had a wonderful time with that. I mean, 
for a long season. I kind of miss it. We may have to we may have to run that again. Got that joy down deep in my soul. <laughs> well, the great thing about joy is this: it's really a choice. I mean, it is. and it, it's it's not really a correlation with happiness. Joy is a choice, and I love Nehemiah 8:10. The joy of the Lord truly is our strength. So tell us about what's going on, Kim. Well, uh, first of all, we want to offer First Fruits offering today. Those of you that track with our tribe here at Word Alive, we honor the Lord each and every Sabbath month. Uh, the first of each every month, we offer First Fruits offering to the Lord, aligning with God's blessings in the month we're going to discuss today. So right off the get-go, I want to release the giving declaration for our First Fruits and uh, then we will go right into the teaching on the month of, the, of Dar and talk about the power of joy or rejoicing. So let's put our decree up on the screen. We like to say this out loud together, uh, speaking over our first fruits offering today. So we say this one, two, three. Today we honor the Lord by giving joyfully to Him an offering from the first of His bounty He has given us. We do this for His glory, knowing the joy of the Lord is our strength. This is an act of worship and a prophetic act that aligns ourselves with God's purposes and plans. The goodness and glory of God is here and we rejoice in Him. Therefore, we declare a season of victory and prosperity is ours. Amen, amen, amen and amen. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, Honor the Lord with the first fruits of your increase and your substance. Your barns shall be filled with plenty and your presses shall burst forth with new wine. This is the scripture that we base our giving on every new moon, every new month that comes around as we honor the Lord with our first. Seek the kingdom of God first and all these things will be added unto us. So we speak a blessing over you today and God will release supernatural provision your way in Jesus' name. This month of Adar that we're giving into and uh, aligning with is very powerful. The word Adar comes from the Hebraic word Adir, A-D-I-R, which means strength and power. I love that. And so this is a month that we tap into God's strength and power. It's the last month of the Hebraic calendar year just before we go into Passover. So this is where we finish strong and we finish with strength. We culminate this year, the good things, the bad things, things we've endured, things we've suffered, blessings we've enjoyed. It all culminates this month and we receive a supernatural strength to enter into our future. Now what excites me about the month of Adar is there's two or three key points I'd like, I'd like to make. First of all, there's a feast, a festival in this month of Purim. Uh -huh. Now if you don't know about Purim, that's the book of Esther and this is when uh, Israel was about to be destroyed because of an evil decree from a man named Haman. When you say the word Haman, the Hebrews boo that name. So if you're at home, when I say Haman, you're welcome to boo that name because we do not like Haman. He was a man uh, evilly, evil intended and was going to bring destruction to the whole nation of the Jews. Mordecai, a godly man, uncle of Esther, uh, spoke life into her purpose and destiny and said, basically, you have been called to the kingdom for such a time as this. And Esther rose up out of the ranks and literally was sent to the king, became the king's wife. And it's a beautiful story. It's, there's been movies written about it, books written about it, but the long and short of it is simply God raised up Esther and God used Esther to speak to the king and what the enemy intended for evil God turned it around for good. And the and the noose or the, what do you call the, the thing that you were going to hang people on? The, the gallows. The gallows yes. that uh, Haman had prepared, uh, was act, he was actually hung on it himself. 
And so we see that a divine reversal happened. And so the first thing we'd like to decree over you this month is whatever the enemy has meant for your evil, God will turn that around for your Absolutely. good. Absolutely. And so we just speak that and we also break all, e all agreement with evil decrees. Maybe we've said some negative things out of our own mouths or others have spoken over us. We just break all negative words in Jesus' name and we believe the report of the Lord. And so... It's a great book to read, the book of Esther this month. It will encourage you, and we're just believing for divine reversals. Bev and I were thinking about this morning. So many times, it's like, the, it's like something the enemy had brought our way that was going to bring destruction, and somehow God could turn it, turn it around for there good. There are so many of them, and we literally, I, I wish we could, we should probably write a book about that, yes. about divine reversals. Actually, that's a great title. <laughs> Has anybody written that book yet? You know, even our even coming here to Alabama uh, to start this work, you know, it began, I began with a sickness, with a gallbladder surgery, and had a, an allergic reaction to the anesthesia, and it, you know, it really knocked me down for about 30 days in and out of the hospital, and I thought, well, what a destructive happening, but in the midst of that, God was able to speak to me and couldn't have spoken to me unless I had been laid down because I go, go, go. And literally told me, if you remember, Bev, he said, I'm sorry I had to put a, a stone in my eaglet's crawl to set you down so you'd quit flying so I could talk to you. And, you know, I realized later that chickens and uh, eagles don't have teeth. They have crawls. Right. They where they, stones to, to they, they di uh, digest, yes. like ingest yes. little stones yes. that grinds up their food. Yes. And in the midst of what seemed to be a destructive season in my life, life actually birthed the next 20 or so years of ministry we've enjoyed here in Alabama because what the enemy intended for evil, God turned it for good. So we're just saying whatever circumstance, situation, problem you find yourself in, I promise you, as the old saying is, there's a silver lining in the cloud. God will turn that thing around for your good. So that's part of this month. The second exciting thing about this month is that uh, the constellation that's in the sky speaking to us this month is Pisces, which is the fish. Yes. And fish always represents bountifulness, goodness, the Christian symbol of the fish. This is taken from uh, the Gospels where Peter, Jesus sent him during tax season there in Israel to catch a fish and there was a coin in the fish's mouth which was hidden supernatural supply. So not only is this a month of divine reversals, but it's also a month where God has provision hidden for you right when you need it. Not hidden from you, but hidden for you. And so we really believe that this is a season where you will experience supernatural increase, yes, even financially, to finish the year strong and enter into Passover in a significant way with the blessings of the Lord. I was thinking about this morning, uh, Bev and I, we've had a lot of financial miracles because we put ourselves in places that we had to have a lot of financial we miracles, right? We have a right? lot of faith. I mean, and we really believed that the supernatural was going to manifest and God has always come through. Now, it didn't always happen on the time schedule that we had allotted for it, but He's never left us hanging. Uh, my first encounter with literally a, a, a supernatural hidden supply, like something that you couldn't see, uh, we, we were just starting out. We had left Pastor Benny's ministry, been sent from there. We were traveling as missionaries totally by faith. Uh, we got into one of those months where we had more month than money. And I was never forget, I'm sitting on, our, uh, on a couch looking out the back porch and just praying about our, our financial needs. And all of a sudden, just kind of like out of the corner of my eye, I thought I saw something move. But, you know, I didn't, didn't see anything. But it seemed like just something. I said, Lord, what is that? And the Lord said, that's the angel of supply. 
And I said, Lord, I didn't even know there was such a thing as the angel of supply. He said, yes, release the angel to go and bring supply from the, from the spirit realm. And uh, I felt kind of foolish, first time I ever did it, but I just basically stood up and said, I released the angel of supply to go and bring supernatural provision. Long story short, in about 20 days, supernaturally, God had provided the exact amount of money we needed plus more. And I realized there is an unseen realm that we can tap into by faith and see God increase our lives. And so we just not only are saying this is a divine turnaround for you, but also this is the month where God will increase you, yes, financially, but also with strength from the joy of the Lord. And so this is kind of where we want to land here because not only is it divine turnarounds, not only is it the constellation of Pisces where we're actually tapping into hidden supply, but it's the month of joy. This is the month to celebrate the goodness of God and celebrate with joy. And so, Ben, won't you talk to us about that a moment? Well, I take uh, the month of Adar very seriously. First of all, my name is Beverly Joy, and there's an interesting story behind that. My mom wasn't really keen on the name because it had been a former girlfriend's name, but my dad was determined to name me Joy. And I clearly see that that was a gift from God because I, even before I really knew Christ intimately, I understood that my middle name was a gift. I mean, every time you say it, and when I was growing up, Kent shortened my name when we first started seeing each other to Bev because he said Beverly has too many syllables in it. <laughs> and I had never been called Bev before. I was always, especially in my family, it was Beverly Joy. And so there was just something about that. Every time I heard my name called, I identified with the joy part of it because I could wow. have been B, I could have been Lee, I could have been, they could have shortened my name at any time, but that didn't happen until I met Kent. And so for us, as we go into this month, I just think it's so exciting uh, to really understand, first of all, Joy is a term that appears approximately 165 times in the King James Version of the Bible. And then it just goes on and it tells us that in English, uh, the words joy, rejoice, or joyful appear a total of 430 times compared with the word happy, which only appears 10 times. Wow. So it's really exciting to understand that as we read in Scripture, joy is a literal state of being. And as I was really preparing this morning, I just said, Lord, just give me exactly what everyone needs today because we are devastated along with people who are really struggling and suffering. And when Kent was talking about rearranging, that's literally what rejoice means. It means do it again. Wow. Rearrange your circumstances. Don't look at things just the way they are. And look, guys, we're not always going to be happy, but we can choose to be joyful. And there is such a principle in that. And if I could literally have just a penny for every time that I have quoted that scripture, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I, as I said, I take it so personally because God gives us strength for the need. He gives us strength for the season. He gives us strength in the circumstance. And it may not always be exactly what we think is going to happen, but God has us. And He's given us this gift in our joy. As Christians, we've been given something that cannot be taken away from us. We have joy because of the grace of Jesus Christ who lives in us, mm. we can hold on to joy, we can feel joyful, and we can rejoice with praise no matter what our circumstances are. And this is truly the gift of joy that God has given us. Jesus Christ is our joy. He is our strength. And He's not 
just dependent upon our circumstances for us to rejoice in that. And so we have the opportunity, no matter what is going on, in us, around us, in all of our sphere of influence, but we can take that moment to rejoice again in what God has already done and what He's doing because no matter what's going on in our lives, God's always near. Even if we're having a bad day, we can joyfully focus on our Savior and turn things around. And that doesn't mean that all of the external is changing, but internally, we have taken hold of a principle that God has given us that we can rejoice in every circumstance. No matter what is going on around us, we can rearrange it. We can take dominion over what our circumstances are, even if it's just by faith faith internally mm. and literally speaking out and just saying the joy of the Lord is our strength. And look, I have this little story. You know, we recently were with a, a loved one and someone that just has not really always had the best circumstances. And their go-to was to just say something to take the Lord's name in vain. And so <laughs> Kent and I just said, listen, instead of that, when you grow frustrated, why not just say, God, do it? And so this... <laughs> I, he, was, he was saying GD all yeah, the time. And Bill was, said, change that to I God, said, do it. I said, because, you know, you're releasing a curse every time that you choose to react that way. I said, why not release a blessing in just saying, God, do it? The change in his expression and the change in the way that he viewed life, just even in frustrations. And so we've talked to him a couple of times. He's literally not said that one other time. Now it's God do it. So I want to encourage you, no matter what is going on around you, because guys, there's literally just too much. It's too much. And even times when uh, I want to pray, and I'm just, thank God I have a prayer language because my yes. words, I don't have words to cover everything that is happening. And literally my brain shuts down. It's too much information, too much information. Focus, focus on what God has already done for you. I love David and Ziglag and I go back to it every time. He had, uh, all of the, the camp had been stolen, their goods, their wives, their children, while they were out fighting. And they came back and the men turned on him. His own men turned on him and wanted to stone him. And he just said, look, all I can do is encourage myself in the Lord. And that's what we have to do because we don't always see answers. But the joy of the Lord truly is our strength. And we can stand on that. We may not always be happy about it, but we can always rejoice in something that God has already done because we know if He's already done it once, He's going to do it again. Amen. This is such a powerful revelation when we understand joy is a choice. It's spiritual. It's not emotional. And just a few scriptures I want to share with you before we pray. Luke 1 Mary, the mother of Jesus, says, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, which shows you the separation between yes. emotion and spirit. My soul, yes, the emotion magnifies the Lord, but my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. So we see that it's a spiritual happening. It's actually a fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. Joy is yes. actually comes from having the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. I love the hymn of joy. I didn't realize till today there's actually a hymn of joy found in Zephaniah, uh, I believe, no, I'm sorry, Habakkuk chapter 3. There's actually a hymn of joy that says these words, Though the fig tree may not blossom, though fruit be not on the vine, though the labor of the olive has failed, 
and the fields yield no food, and the flocks have been cut off from the fold, and there is no herd in the stalls. Wow. Now that's a desperate situation, right? Well, I'm right? telling you, and listen, I just read in Texas, this is, this is what's happening in Texas yes. right now. Though these are my circumstances, he says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. My and so we see that joy is a choice that releases a faith, and I believe actually has the power to change circumstances. In Philippians 4, 4, Paul was in prison and he wrote these words in Rome, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So we realize his natural circumstances didn't, didn't take captive his joy. He was able to release the yes. joy of the Lord that was his strength in any circumstance that he found himself in. And I love Romans 12, 12 in the uh, Passion Translation says, let this hope burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. I love that. I love that. Releasing a continual joy. Don't give up in a time of trouble, but commune with God at all times. And so in the midst of all that we're navigating still, the coronavirus, the pandemic, these storms, our political system, there's still a lot that we're all navigating. People suffering, there is no doubt about it. Our prayers go up every day to those who are suffering in some form or fashion. But in the midst of this, we believe our responsibility, you and I and Bev, as believers, is to hold on to the hope of God, hold on to the joy of the Lord, and let that be our strength. And so we just simply want to release a blessing on you today in this month of Adar as you're aligning with the Lord and your first fruits giving as we are by faith entering into the blessing of this month. We're decreeing these things. We're decreeing number one, there is coming a divine reversal in areas of our lives. In certain areas, God is turning things around. Did you know the word rejoice actually means to leap? and spin around, yes, it does. which it, it, interesting that, Zeph that uh, Habakkuk, the scripture I just read you, if you go on and read the rest of it, it says, the Lord, is, it, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet or hind's feet, the ability to leap, leap. which tells me we can leap up above our yes. circumstances and we can turn things around. That's actually what rejoicing me means. You know, you may just want to do it right there. I know it might be wild, but you may just want to jump up and rejoice. We've been known to jump up and leap and rejoice. Let me just tell you what. And, you know, people who don't understand it, but there is something that is so powerful that is released when you release your faith like that. God loves it when we dance and troll. Hey, listen, King David danced until literally his robe came right off. <laughs> I mean, he really did right in front of all of his subjects. He was so blessed that he wanted to demonstrate and rejoice in the Lord and let his people see that's what it means to dance before the Lord. I know we've taken a lot of your time, but I, there, this is another powerful testimony that, that we have, uh, you know, not only do I believe God with Bev for our personal family and all of our personal needs, but also for the church's needs yes. and the ministry needs alone, you believing with us, but you know, the responsibility of that. And I'll never forget, we were in one of those moments that we really needed a significant amount of money for the church because of projects and plans that we had. And I was watching uh, this preacher on, uh, on a computer preaching and he was preaching on rejoicing. And he said, the reason you don't get your financial breakthrough is you don't rejoice. He said, not only do you give, but rejoice yes. in it because God loves a cheerful giver. 
And he said, the word rejoice literally means to leap and spin. And so I was standing in the office with a, two or three of my associates there at the church. And I thought, well, what have I got to lose? I literally said, Lord, let money come our way. And I leapt as high as I could, which I don't have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> what do you call it? How much air you can get? I can't get a lot of air. Uh, but uh, I did leap and I, and, and I spun around and just rejoiced. And I came home that afternoon and uh, was, was kind of exhausted from the day and just shut my eyes a minute, dozed off, had my phone laid on my chest. It buzzed, woke up, it was a phone call with a dear man that's been so generous to the church saying, I just prayed for you guys and I felt like you needed some money and oh. gave us the exact amount of money we needed to complete oh, and these our projects. Faith just went off the chart. And listen, you know, before we move too far, and I do realize that everybody is, you know, probably your time is valuable, but remember Psalm 8411, there is no good thing that that God will withhold from those who walk uprightly. And I think there are so many interpretations of what the good mm -hmm. things are, but righteousness, peace, and joy in Holy Spirit, those are the good things that God has promised I us. I just got a revelation about that recently. Let's have it. It says, God, no good thing will God withhold to those who walk uprightly. Two weeks ago, I was sharing on uh, how when we're disciplined, we, it, God was saying, strengthen feeble knees, strength, strengthen hands, hands that, hang, that down. hang down. And I was talking about our grand, our grand grandson. Sometimes when we bring some discipline, he, he's, <laughs> oh, all he's, of a sudden his little shoulders his go little, down, and he, and, he, and he kind of goes off. Walk, and he literally walks off like <laughs> he does. Like, I, it is a very, very demonstrative and, thing. And I didn't think about it while I was preaching till later. I was reading Psalm. I, I happened to read Psalm eighty-four. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. uprightly right. So instead of slumping off in discouragement, just hold your head up exactly. high, rejoice in the Lord, and God will give those good things to those of us that are asking for them. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Spirit. And so we say divine reversals yes. are coming your way this month. Increase from hidden sources that have been provided for you already. And then last but not least, the joy of the Lord that's your strength. And so, Bev and I just release a blessing yes. on you this month of Adar. Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we call your people blessed. We call your people favored. Lord, we pray for those suffering in any form or fashion. Lord, that you would bring a divine reversal around for them. We pray for financial needs now to be met supernaturally by the Holy Spirit. But most of all, let the joy of the Lord, let the, let the joy of the well of salvation bubble up inside of your people today. Let them feel the hope for the future. According to Jeremiah 29, for I know the thoughts I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts of hope, thoughts of peace to give you a good and an expected future. Lord, we thank you for hope and joy coming up on the inside of us, even in the midst of circumstances now, and the joy bringing supernatural strength. Just jump up and spin around and, and decree rejoice. the joy of the Lord is our strength this month of Adar. We release those blessings on you now in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. Wow. Thank you so much for spending these few moments with us today. It's exciting that God is intentionally aligning us with his calendar. Don't forget to pencil us in March, 4, uh, March 5th, Save 6th, and 7th for our transformational weekend. If you need us, email us. Send us your testimonies. We've been getting lots of testimonies lately. Send those to us. It encourages us so that we can use those to encourage others. 
And last but not least, if you'll hit the share button, if you're watching on Facebook right now, you can hit share and you can become an evangelist. You can, you can <laughs> loose this spirit of joy to your sphere of influence. So please share this out with others so that they can hear. We love you very much and uh, can't wait to see you next week. And then March 5th, 6th and 7th for our Transformational Weekend. We love you. Be blessed. <laughs>